Cunnington, and this is Havilah's Podcast. I'm excited that you're tuning in today. You know, this podcast was created by Truth to Table so I could have a place to share my heart, biblical truth, simple lifestyle leadership, as well as just connect with my table community, my table tribe. So I hope that you'll spend a few minutes with me as we jump in to whatever God has put on my heart this week. And don't forget that you're never too far gone from where God wants to take you. You are loved, you are seen, and he wants to desperately know everything about you. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let's jump into this. We are jumping into our next theme, and it's about ownership. This whole season is about connecting with our own personal ownership for our life. I realize that in my spiritual life, there are just things that you have to revisit. You know, some things you can check off and go, okay, I got that. I understand that. My theology is good on this. My lifestyle connects with it. But then there's other areas where we just need to tune up. And that's kind of what this whole month is about. It's kind of evaluating these areas and saying, am I healthy? Am I living this out in a fulfilled way? Am I actually like connecting with the word of God in this area? And it's like taking your car in to get an oil change. And sometimes you take it in and it's fine. And they go, there's no problem. It passed. You're good. And there's other seasons you go in and they're like, hey, we noticed this is broken or we need to order this part. And that's all normal. That's part of the journey. I want you to really realize that some of these things you'll go, check, good, pass. And there'll be other areas where you'll go, you know what, I probably need to revisit this and have a strategy for, for me moving forward. So that's what this whole thing is about. So again, all under ownership. This, this time, this week, we're going to talk about ownership of your battle. So I want us to understand a few things. And if you follow us at Truth the Table or have read Stronger Than the Struggle, which many of you have, you know uh, we talk about battles here, but we don't talk about them in a way that we're just terrified and fearful and not sure we can do it. We really hit it as, you know, yeah, we're in a battle, but we also have a God that's really big and really powerful and has no problem um, holding that battle for us. But one of the greatest, I think, questions that we face is, is what I'm going through bigger than the God that I serve? Now, I know on paper that seems like, no, of course he's not. But I mean like in your core. Like there's parts of us that sometimes we face things and we think, I don't know. I feel like it's consuming every aspect of my life, and I'm not sure I can get through it. I remember this time when once when Ben and I were married. It was like within the first five years, and we had come up to a point. We call them heated discussions. <laughs> we went to this point where we were arguing about something, and you know, I'm Italian, and I used to be intense, and so obviously I was sharing my thoughts, and Ben has no problem sharing his thoughts, and we were we were kind of going back and forth about it, and. We went around and around. Have you ever done that with somebody where you talk about a topic and then you find you're not getting anywhere and then you kind of take a break and you come back around? And we have been doing this for a couple days about this one specific topic. And I was feeling more and more discouraged. Like, I don't know how we're going to get through this. This feels, um, I feel kind of paralyzed in it because we both have our own sides and I could feel us internally both digging our heels in and like not surrendering to each other all and not really loving each other in it. And so I remember going in my bedroom and I closed the door and I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Like my husband's being dumb. <laughs> I didn't, but I wanted to say that I was probably being dumb. Um, I said, I, I need to, I need something. And I'm, I'm making a joke, but honestly, when you get in those places, there's nothing more discouraging than, than being in a battle with somebody you're living with because you can't leave. They're right there every single day. And I remember telling God, like, 
first of all, I, I don't know what to do. I don't, I can't convince him and I don't want to break relationship with him, but I can't seem, we can't seem to get through this. And the Lord began to talk to me about um, declaring things over my husband and praying for him, praying for Ben. And so I remember that day walking in my room and just praying, Lord, I thank you for Ben. I thank you for his life. I thank you that this is not the end. This is just the beginning of our life together. I thank you that you're going to bring us clarity. I thank you that you're going to bring us in and through and that this is going to be part of our story. And just declaring those things. And when I left that bedroom, I felt such confidence. Like I felt like... God was bigger than the battle. And, you know, I think that's really key in our lives is we have to understand that in our natural mind and how we do natural life, it's not going to add up. But that's why we're spiritual people. We have to ask God, God, what do you think about this? God, what is your plan for this? And what we have to really go down to is, is understanding that the battle is the Lord's. It's not our battle bringing it to God, hoping he could take care of it. It's his battle. He's here to defend us and fight for us and connect with us and take care of us and protect us in the middle of the struggle. That's critical to our spiritual life because if we always feel like we're separate from him in the battle, then we'll, all, we'll, we'll have a tendency to stay away from him. But if we know he's in it with us, then we can actually fight from a place of abundance and not a, a place of scarcity. So what's really critical is that everyone, this is important, when, you, when it talks about owning your own struggle, your own battle, everyone battles. Like I just sometimes think we get in these, these tunnel vision of I'm the only one, my kids are the only ones acting this way, I'm the only one battling with finances, I'm the only one that has a broken relationship. And not to like hurt your feelings, but you're not that, you're not that special. Like everybody battles something. And yeah, some of us do battle a little bit more, so I'm not saying it's all equal, but I'm saying that you're not alone in the battle. Secondly is to really understand that no one is immune from struggle. In fact, what I've come to learn is that leaders, they don't, it's not that they don't battle, it's that they have a really good battle plan. And that's what's critical in our lives. Because you battle doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. But if you continue to struggle at a place where you should find some peace and freedom and be able to be in it without losing everything, then you don't have the right battle plan. So you really need to get a good battle plan. And then also, I want you to understand that where you place your hope in the middle of the battle is critical to actually being able to own your battle. I think about Psalms 62.5. David's talking, and he says this. He says, my soul waits on God alone. My expectation is in him. And what that really means is, is my hope isn't that Ben gets it together. My hope isn't that my kids start serving God and make me look like a great parent. My hope isn't that the money comes in. Like, yeah, I would love to have that happen. Absolutely, I'm believing for that. But my hope is in God because God never changes. I can lean in Him. I can lean into Him, and He's my rock. The Bible says He's our fortress. He's the place. He's our strong, um, strong um, tower. We can. The Bible says the righteous run into Him, and they are saved. Which means we can run in to the presence of God, run right to God in the middle of the battle, and we can be safe even in the middle of the battle. Which I just I love that thought. So our breakthrough comes. When we begin to put our hope not in someone changing or life changing, our hope comes when we put our hope in Jesus Christ and we say, "I, you are with me and you're, the work of the cross is complete and I'm going to live in relationship with you. So this is kind of what happens. In the middle of the battle, one of our core fears kind of rises to the surface. And that, that core fear often 
is the thought that we are going to be abandoned in the middle of the battle. You know, I was talking to one of my friends and she was talking about when she was giving birth and she ended up, um, she said, I, I, my labor would not progress. So they gave me Pitocin and she said, I was losing my mind. I mean, I could feel myself like I'm about to lose it. And she said her, everybody had left the room and her mom looked at her and she said, this might be the worst case scenario, but you're going to need to get through it and tell yourself this is worst case scenario, but this will be over in a little bit. Just breathe through it. And she goes, every time I would have a contraction that felt like I was going to die, she would look at me and she would say, at the end of 10, you're going to get through this. And I just thought about the spiritual idea of that, that sometimes we are going to have to bend and grin, uh, bend and, and um, no, no, grin and bear it. That's how you say it. And we talked about enduring, but sometimes if, I, if Jesus was to look at you and say, this is going to be 10 seconds of your spiritual moment. Breathe through it. Hold on. You're going to get through this. Sometimes we have to do that. And if our hope is in him, we're safe. And he won't leave us in the middle of that. And I think that's the, maybe the core fear I want you to really look at is where in my life am I scared that in the middle of this battle, I'm going to be abandoned and I'm going to be forsaken. I'm going to be stranded and I'm going to look like a fool. I'm going to look like I, I chose wrong. I did something wrong and I'm going to be judged. And I want you to just calm all that down and realize that, that Christ died on the cross for you, not to abandon you, but to save you and to be in it with you. That's critical to your life. The Bible says very clearly, Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So in the middle of your battle, whatever you're facing today, you can say, God, you're not going to leave me nor forsake me. And you have to be in crisis to have that message in our hearts. It's, it's critical that we have that. I love you guys. Take ownership of your battle. It's not too much. You can do this. And I'll catch you next time. Well, I hope that really blessed your life. I hope that everything God is trying to get to you, you grabbed a hold of. Again, don't forget to give me a shout out on the socials. I'm there almost every day. And if this podcast really spoke to you, would you consider leaving a review so others can find this podcast and as well as some stars? I hope you have a great day and I'll catch you next time. Oh,